0: Here we go again, another episode of the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast coming your way. Guys, I tell you right now, one of my favorite times of year, right, is when I get the phone call from Sam Gaylord at Old Barn Taxidermy, and he goes, or this year it was actually Linda. This year, Linda left the message on my phone and was like, hey, your head's ready, come on down and get it, and so... Uh, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite times of year, going down, visiting with Sam, watching, uh, the, the, the progress that they make on deer heads, watching, uh, how they do what they do. You know, he's given me tours several times. Uh, he's got this new form that he form company that he's created, uh, just all the irons in the fire. He's a good businessman. And uh, he's just a good person. Same with Linda and the rest of the comp- the people that work there at uh, Old Barn, and and I love going there and talking to him because, like I mentioned in this podcast, I get to walk away with a memory uh, that I can look, I can look on the wall at this inanimate object, and all of these memories start flooding back into my head, like where I was. What the wind direction was, where I shot this buck, the blood trail, how it all went down. And, uh, dude, I'm telling you right now, it was, it was, it's just, I love looking at my deer mounts uh, and and my Euro skulls and and my sheds. Uh, I used to be able to pick a shed off a wall and know exactly where I found it, where it came from, what property it came from. And I don't know if my brain is full or I, I it's full and I had to get rid of stuff. I't I do I can't do that anymore. Some of the special ones, some of the bigger ones um, that I found, I, I can tell you exactly where those were found at, who I was with, but the, the, the insignificant ones, none of them are real insignificant, but uh, some of them I've, I've lost that memory if that makes sense. So maybe I'm getting dementia. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But today's episode, man, it's a really great, uh, uh, it's a really great um, episode. I I dive into taxidermy with Sam, right? We talk about uh, how him and Linda met and basically how this all go, comes together is Linda and, and Sam started dating and he goes, well, if you're going to date me, you got to be a hunter. You, you get you got to start hunting because that's how we're going to spend time together. And she's like, okay, I, I guess we can do that. And sure enough, he created a monster. And now she is full-blown bow hunter, hunter, uh, everything. Like she loves to go do it all. And, and uh, we talk about that in this episode as well. Uh, before we get into today's episode, though, we are going to do some commercials like we always do. I really appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to listen to these and not skip through them because uh, ultimately the people who you're going to hear about are the people who pay my bills and, uh, and, and buy advertising space on this, on this uh, platform. And so I really would appreciate it if you would just sit back relax and listen to me talk about these uh, products for a moment. First on the list is tethered man. Um, I've been shooting my bow out of my, off my platform and in my saddle, just so I'm getting more comfortable with it. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling sturdy in it. I'm feeling confident in it. And it's just going to be a matter of time until I shoot, you know, my first deer this year out of a saddle. And uh, my goal is to do it in several states. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get into a saddle in South Dakota because I'll be kind of spotting and stalking in mule deer country, but I'm going to have it with me just in case i i see a opportunity to hop into a tree and uh and you know and maybe cut something off uh somewhere right so i'm really looking forward to that uh hopefully um hopefully it all comes together while i'm in a saddle this year uh if you're looking for a great saddle company go check out tethered tetherednation.com they have platforms they got saddles they got saddle hunting accessories everything you need including the information and including the content to make you a better uh, you know to flatten the learning curve they're at tethered so go check that out their new uh, their new newest saddle is called the lockdown so next on the list wasp archery huge fan and here in uh, coming up in october i'm getting ready to do wasp week where I will dedicate an entire week of podcast to, uh, the people who are part of the wasp community. And, uh, man, it's going to, you know, so far I've, I've got two recorded. I got one more to record. It's a really good episode and uh, I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, so if, if you are looking for a really, really good broadhead, go check out Uh, wasparchery.com and I do have a discount code NFC20 and that's gonna save you 20% off next on the list is vortex optics I mean you guys they're everywhere right they have an apparel line that's money their bread and butter which is optics spotting scopes rifle scopes range finders binoculars uh, red dots you name it they have it and it's uh, their VIP what is it? They, they got a VIP warranty out right now. Uh, and that means that if you break it, smash it, bust it, send it in for uh, they will fix it for free and then send it back to you. Right. And that's how that right there is customer service at its finest. Be sure to check out the new line of binoculars that they that they have coming out. They have some new youth binos that are, would be perf- like a perfect gift for a kid who's an outdoor enthusiast. And then they also have the new Triumph HD. Uh, very affordable, very high quality uh, um, pair of binoculars for anybody who wants a, a very affordable style right there. All right, and then next on the list is Ozonics. You're going to be hearing me talk about Ozonics this month. And uh, man, I'll tell you right now, I am a huge fan of O3, uh, the science behind how uh, ozone works, how it kills bacteria, how it destroys scent profiles, how it basically, um, I don't want to say eliminates 100% of the scent, but what it does is it dilutes it enough to where if your scent molecule hits a deer's nose, they don't run off like a banshee like if they caught a full you know a full scent of you and so I'm I, in man I want to say the past 13 years I don't even know how long Ozonix has been a company it's probably some, something I should know but I've been in the tree with their very first unit that they ever made and at, back then it used to be the size of like damn near a, a DVD player or a VCR I mean it was huge and you had to take the screen out, and you had to wash it, uh, and, and put, then put it back together. Now, you know, technology has advanced tremendously, and they have these little lightweight units you take into the tree with you. You can put them in a a closet or one of their uh they they sell like a a garment closet to dry wash your clothes that means you're not having to wash your clothes every single day uh, throughout the hunting season and i take advantage of that man Uh, i I let ozone do a lot of the work so uh ozone ozonics go check them out ozonicshunting.com and uh basically read up on all the the different units and how ozone uh, can help you in and out of the woods. So those are the commercials for today. Uh, Let's cut the chit chat and get into today's episode with Sam and Linda Gaylord. Three, two, one. All right. So when I get the text messages or the phone calls from Old Barn Taxidermy, I get jumpy. I get giddy. I get happy because I know that means I gotta, I gotta go pick something up, something that I've put a lot of time, effort, energy uh, into, and I know now from working with Sam and Linda here for a very long time that I'm going to pick up something of the highest quality at uh, Old Barn, and uh, so I am excited today to be back at Old Barn, podcasting with the the both of you and. I mean, the cherry on top is I get to pick up my deer head and take him home. That is the cherry. It is sweet. It's and nice what a great deer head of was. Yes, it is. Man. It turned out great. <laughs> no offense, mm-hmm. but the first deer head that you ever did mm-hmm. in 2016 of mine is still one of my favorites. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I, I think you did that almost from scratch, a little customization in the neck. We've customized most all your stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so now that uh, we're sitting here on uh, uh, with the need, the new uh, G2 form, yep, oh, yeah, you got a G2 form. baby. Yeah, it looks great, man. So I'm very happy with the results, as I always am. And uh, I love talking. you know, one of my favorite things about working with you guys is in a lot of the companies that I work with is I'm a I'm a huge fan of good people and. Well, thank Th- you. That's why I like working with you guys. You're just good people, man. Thank I you. I think good people
1: find good people. Absolutely. I, mean, that's, that's, I believe that's, that. That's kind of been, always been my uh,
0: take on things, I think. Yeah. So yeah. So out good. So you're always busy. We're busy. Yeah, always busy. And the first thing I want to do here today is talk about the new uh, avenue with the company, and that is the G2 forms. Sure. Okay. Sure. So talk to us a little bit about why you were like, hey, we need to start. We need to start a, a form company.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of the driver of the G2 was uh, COVID. Uh, you know, the supply chain backed up, and the taxidermy industry was not, uh, it, it was in that same bullet as everybody else was. I mean, we couldn't get mannequins. Like, we might order your mannequin, Dan, for your deer today, and we might get it in six weeks. We might not. It might get on back order, and, and get kicked out of bed. I mean, it, it would just, it got very, very brutal trying to maintain a schedule. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being were we're in Iowa, in southeast Iowa, you know, we never really had the, the big shutdown mm-hmm. that the rest of the world had. So we, we worked through it. I mean, so we had to go through those battles of getting those, mannequins in here and trying to keep somewhat of a schedule um i'd already been tinkering with the idea before that but at that point in my life i thought you know there's got to be a better way to do this yeah you know and uh with g2 we didn't reinvent the wheel by any reason i mean there's a lot of decent good deer mannequins on the market right now um uh, what we did is took my years and years and years of mounting deer and then my sculptor his name Steve McCready Steve is out of uh, Wisconsin Deerfield Wisconsin and Steve's older than me yet so he's he's a master taxidermist as well so we were able to feed off one another what we didn't like about this mannequin or liked about that mannequin we both amounted literally on everything the industry had to offer Mm -hmm. and you know and i'll go back to to what i always say you know only god gets these things perfectly right you know we're all just trying to to recreate his creation um but with that being said we want to recreate with the quality that you expect Mm -hmm. and i want a deer to look like a midwest deer when it leaves my shop so you know i tell steve you know i that mannequin I don't like the forehead on that you know I don't like the eye set on this one this one the shoulders are too wide the rest of it I like the neck's too short so we fought through all those battles just over the phone Mm -hmm. you know on zoom meetings like let's let's build it like this and then Steve had actually sculpted for a lot of the bigger supply houses Mm -hmm. uh, under the radar I mean his his name's not in the books nobody even knows but a lot of mannequins some people are mounting on were already sculpted mm-hmm. by steve yeah um so it it just it just fit it, it fit well i love steve he's he's a good dude uh again good people find good people yeah you know so i got a hold of him said hey you know let's let's make let's make a banger company let's let's start this out i don't want to reinvent the wheel i want to invent something that that looks like a midwest deer uh fits like a glove uh something i can be proud to put our our brand on and yeah. and market it and man we've i, I tell you and I'm, I'm biased of course but we hit a home run with these things that's awesome i mean just a home run and and we've got now one full year of being on the market to other taxidermists and literally you know you usually can't keep everybody happy i mean you yep. just you just know that going into anything we haven't had, but maybe one taxidermist that had anything negative to say. Everybody else absolutely loves them. Yeah, I mean, loves them, and like it's a pleasure to build them again because they're you know they fit. Well, they fit because the shoulders are the right, the right you know distance across the necks, the right length, and it's just years of wisdom. Yeah, I
0: guess You get something for being old. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. There you go. Um, question: Like before you started the company, were you having to alter? uh existing uh forms a lot to fit Midwestern deal? We here. we did.
1: Uh we alter we we still even alter our G2 stuff. Uh you know, everybody's a different size, just like, you know, you're big, strong guy and I'm a short little fat guy. So I mean <laughs> not anymore. Well not anymore, <laughs> but every deer's different. So and I've got a pretty quick alteration mm-hmm. deal that I teach my people so but yes we we altered a lot of deer to make them fit the way that we wanted to either with a rasp knocking down shoulder widths or adding a little bit to neck length or you know whatever we got to do to so when you slide that hide on that mannequin that the mannequin fits the hide not the hide fits the
0: mannequin type of thing so customization as far as taxidermy is almost expected across the board it is in my house yes. okay I got you. Yes.
1: So maybe, maybe not in some of the smaller shops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when I say smaller shops, you know, all must are on a different playing level. Some of my, there's people that are just way greater than we are. I mean, yeah. I, I appreciate, you know, how our customers think about us, but we're not the best. Yeah. By no means. You know, I don't claim to be, uh, but you know, everybody's got a different, uh different place in their taxidermy career their journey you know some guys intimidates the crap out of them Mm -hmm. to to lay a knife on a forearm i'm like guys it's just foam yeah you know you just got to know anatomy you got to know which vertebrae makes that head go up and down which vertebrae turns the head left and right and then that the rest of the vertebrae don't move the rest of the movement comes down into the the base of the shoulder just teach that you know and then once they teach that they can cut it, screw it together, and put some two-part foam on it, and yeah, and do something really cool. Uh, is there a lot of that out there in my shop? There is, but I yeah. don't, I don't see that in a lot of other shops. You know, yeah. Um, not saying it's right either way. Yeah, you know, as long as I guess what's what's right at the end of the day is the sparkle in the customer's eye when yeah. they come in. You Heck know, yeah. If their eyes are sparkling, you know, you hit a home run. That's it, awesome. If they, if they look at the, look at the ground, you think,
0: "Ooh, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> I, I screwed the pooch on that one." <laughs> okay, so as of right now, what do you got? I know you got the semi uh, semi sneak out.
1: Yeah, we uh, we've got the full line of semi sneaks. Uh, we got a full line of semi uprights. We have uh, semi sneak offsets, which are really cool. It shows a little bit of more shoulder on one side or the other. Yep. Uh, and then we have got our first addition to our wall pedestal series, which is just, it's a home run. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's just a banger. Uh, we got in clay, The max matter of fact, they're picking it up in Wisconsin tomorrow, our first full sneak yeah. offset shoulder, which I'm excited for. Uh, a lot of shops don't mount a lot of full sneaks and we don't mount a ton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it just needs to be in our arsenal. And yeah. I'm I like it. I like a good full sneak. I've done some full sneaks for you and you did some creative head turns. Mm-hmm. I like
0: that. Yeah. So but we it's it's gonna be cool. Yeah. And so okay. Currently full sneak. Yep. Next is semi sneak. Or excuse me, uh are you, no nope, currently is semi sneak.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. Well right now we, we've got our semi uprights done. Okay. For midwest sizes. Gotcha. Okay? We got our semi sneaks done for Midwest sizes. Yep. Now when I talk Midwest size, I'm talking a seven and a quarter to a seven and three quarter head. Gotcha. Which most of those heads you might we are not running a seven and a quarter stock head, are we? Mm-hmm. I don't believe it no, this no. time. I think, I think we have one we have one. We have one. Yes. So most of our heads are either seven and a half or seven three quarter and, and in our industry, you know, it's called taxidermy. You know, we're taxing skin. I don't see a huge issue with using seven half or seven three quarter on most of our deer because you can taxi that skin around. Now, if you got a swampy head, you got to do a little bit of alterations to it. But again, that's that's an easy thing to do. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking. About. Our mid our Midwest lines are done. So okay. we got we got semi uprights done, semi sneaks done, semi sneak offsets are getting done we we have
2: the up we have the uprights we're going to work on the semi sneaks as soon as we're done with the full sneaks
1: yeah yeah
2: so and then we're
0: old so i'm thinking here yeah (laughs) no i mean here's what i'll say is i've seen these forms uh they're awesome and so next time you guys go and you shoot a deer and you're like hey i want to i want to mount it you got to ask for g2 because they are do they're ridiculous? Yeah, and your taxidermist is going to love you
1: because yeah. you know. Um, right now, we you know we met and exceeded all our expectations for our first year for our inaugural year. I mean, we've we met our sales goals, and we're just getting a little sliver of the pie. People are just now yeah getting to taste these things, and when yeah. they taste them, they're like, oh, this this is not my last one of these. You yeah, know? exactly. And and, exactly. and we, I, I'm a I was a businessman way before I was a taxidermist, way before I was a supplier. Okay so i understand cost i understand overhead and the biggest benefit right now that for a new guy that that might have his own flavor is what he likes he needs to look at these for the for the price point yeah um we own the foam that we build this product with when i say we own the foam I worked with a gentleman about 10 years ago to develop this foam for our industry that I sell. I private label this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've sold to most of the manufacturers, not all of them, but most of them except for the big ones. So they, they're using our foam already, most of them. Um, so I've got that foam in-house. I'm in an old building. My, my overhead's diluted in three because I actually run three big businesses off of this one umbrella of the old barn okay and with all that being said you know if you look at industry standards on prices right now for a mannequin you know some of them are 85 95 dollars well we're selling these every day for 65 bucks yeah and the reason why we can do that is because i control my overhead i don't have a big fancy catalog i'm not running a bunch of shows Mm -hmm. you know i don't have a new truck I'm pulling things around. I'm not in a, a manufacturing building that I'm paying $3,000 a month for. Yeah. So I'm able to keep that cost drove down. Well, not only do we offer the everyday price $65, we have what we call a baker's dozen promotion, which if you buy 12, the 13th is free. So now that drives the price down to $60 a piece. Yeah. Okay, which is tremendous right now in this in this economy and in this industry. So then we come up with, for a, a business model, for for advertisement purposes, we're doing the last quarter of this year, first quarter of next year, we're doing a 55 for $55. So if, if you're a tax out there listening and you've got your workload in, okay, you've got your deposits, now you can order 55 mannequins at one time for $55 a piece. You're saving almost $40 a mannequin. So now let's put that back in dollars and cents. If you do 100 deer a year and you put 100 of the deer on G2 Mannequin, you just made yourself between $3,500 and
0: $4,000 raise. Yeah. Go hunt. Yeah. On Sam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Beautiful. That's awesome. Well, if you're a taxidermist or you're a hunter, definitely. Go uh, go talk to uh, your taxidermist about getting these G two forms. They're they're pretty sweet. So thank you. Well, congratulations on uh, another business being successful. Yes,
1: this is the last one,
0: of course. Are you sure? Well, that's what I, I, <laughs> I think. I've heard that before. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> yeah, this pretty...
1: this this is a piece of the puzzle that kind of puts the four square block together. I guess. Yeah. So between the meat processing, the tannery, the taxidermy shop, now the the supply mannequins, we are pretty much self self uh induced here I yeah. Guess. yeah self-sufficient I mean, self-efficient yeah yeah, yeah. There you yeah. Go. that was the word i was
0: looking
1: for mm-hmm. so but tell you what it's it's back it's here it's, yeah it's it starts next week here in oh, iowa man yeah, we're deer. not we're not ready i'm not the, ready
2: the, the meat processing <laughs> is not ready we just had our first phone call this morning and i looked at colton and i went oh boy <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. turn on the freezers yeah, yeah they're starting
2: they're yeah. starting to call guys yeah. that are
1: uh uh, going to travel, uh, you know. I got a lot of guys coming in wanting to make sure we're we're going to be open the fifteenth because of uh, youth, youth hunts. hunts. Yep. And then uh, you got the citywide hunts going on, mm-hmm. and so you know everybody's Jones and the they're ready to get in there. They're yeah. ready. We're not ready. Yeah, Well <laughs> you better get ready. <laughs> right. I know it's
2: coming whether we're ready or not. I know.
1: <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's put together as we look. Linda keeps me put together, but you know I'm a last minute guy. I, yeah. I. I work really well under a deadline and pressure, which means I procrastinate mm-hmm. really bad. Yep.
0: It's only a kick, a jump,
1: a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. But gives
2: gives me huge anxiety because I'm like, you're a planner. Uh, I'm a planner. Yeah. Yes. Well, so. is, is a spreadsheet girl. <laughs> I'm she, a spreadsheet She's a girl. day's
1: aging reporter. She, she <laughs> yeah. I get my list on Monday I call it Linda's wish list, like what
0: you wish me to get done this week, you know? All right, Sam, here's a, a list on a piece of paper of all the shit you got to take care of this week and get it done.
2: And sometimes that list is very long. Yeah. And then the minute he gets a phone call on Monday morning, I'm like, well, there went that list. I should have just deep threw it in the trash. <laughs>
0: some some knucklehead comes in and wants to record a podcast, Oh, right? but that's okay. Derails that's the whole That's okay. No, no,
2: no. Yeah, no, no, no. That's the beauty
0: about what we do. We can yeah. shift gears quick when we
1: have to. Yes, yeah. for
2: sure. And Lost. I make him work late too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a bad part of this business. <laughs> the bad part? Yeah, you really don't have like set hours, so that can be whenever your wife wants you to go try oh, to make a yeah. little money. And to-
2: we live so far away from here that you know it's <laughs> really difficult to drive here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, when you're this when you're when you live right on the property. <laughs> I could definitely see where it's like, I, I know there's times where I'm laying in my bed. And my office is above my garage, where I'm laying in bed. I'm trying to shut my brain off for the day, and I'm like, oh man, I forgot to email this dude. Yeah, get out of bed, open the laptop up, type up an email, set it back down, try to fall asleep again. Oh man, I forgot to do this because I, <laughs> I, I'm I'm a procrastinator too. I don't write down a lot of things; it's all saved up here in the the bear trap, but. <laughs> But yeah, man. All right, cool. So now <laughs> Linda, when I when you just sat down here and me and Sam go, Well, you're gonna do a lot of talking today. So you're like, uh, what?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not a big talker. as you know, Sam is the talker. I'm yeah. just I just sit back and like, oh, I gotta remember to do that when he says
1: this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she takes notes. Yeah, exactly. What did that goofball say? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so but we're, we're going to step away from Sam today, and we're going to talk about you because, man, every year, Facebook, some picture pops up of you behind something with a bow or a gun or a crossbow or whatever the case may be. You're killing something somewhere.
2: I like to kill stuff.
0: Yeah. Yes, I do. I do. And, and, and I'm getting jacked up because I'm like, man, this ain't no, you know, like, there's a, there's a little bit of a stereotype in hunting right where it's like oh the lady gets put in a tree stand by the man right some man's like here honey sit here and shoot whatever you know this deer that walks by and my gut tells me that you're not that type of lady
2: well um here's the scoop so i never even Knew how to shoot a gun or a a crossbow or anything because I shoot a crossbow because I've got a vertebrae that's Mm -hmm. smashed and so I can't pull back a bow, which stinks, but it's the way it is. Anyway, um, I didn't ever do that until I met this guy.
0: So that was, you said 07. That was her lucky day. (laughs)
2: That was, yes. In 07, um, he said, you know, why don't you start hunting? And I'm like, what? I don't know. Why would I want to do that? Kind of, we
1: we were dating. We were dating. We were dating at the time, and I said, you know, my whole life has been carved out of the hunting industry, one way or the other. I love to hunt. I love to shoot stuff. You know, at the time, I didn't have this big taxidermy business, but Mm -hmm. I played with taxidermy. Um, but I said, you know, if you want to be with me, you need to pick up a bow. Yeah.
0: Go do it. So yeah. that's kinda and, and, and that, that sounded like an ultimatum. Yes, <laughs> yes, it, it, was. Ki- it
2: kind of, it kind of was, and it's like you know, of course, I wanted to be with him because you know we do ninety-nine point nine percent stuff together. Right. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go with you. Mm-hmm. So I went with him first time. You know, I'm thinking, wow, well, I think I could do that. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm like. Well, that looks pretty easy. <laughs> so it's not. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it, w- it looked like fun. Uh-huh. So then the first year I got, a, you know, I got my bow, mm. went out, went out with him. He sat with me and everything. And then after that, uh, we, the first year, was it the first year or the second year, we went to the ammunition plant i I'm gonna story. tell this story because yeah. it's not a very pretty story. Okay. And uh we had to shoot two no, we had to shoot one doe. We
1: were we were muzzle loader we hunting. We were muzzle loader hunting. And you had to shoot your doe first. Yes. Both and of us. course, okay. I'm you know, we both have buck tags. Yeah. Yep. And in the orders plant, them are extra tags. Yep. That's that's beyond your state white mm-hmm. stuff. So this is cool, right? Yep. Yeah.
2: So and you know, and I'm and I'm hyped up, you know, he's excited, I'm excited, and we're like, Okay, fine. So we are in the ammunition plant, we're all set up. Granted, I'm new. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Yeah. Okay. Here comes these two does. He whispers to me, and he says, okay, these these does are coming. They're coming, you know. They were probably, what, 150, 100, 150 yards yeah. away. And he says, you take the one on the left. I'll take the one on the right. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, we can do that.
0: Boom. Boom. They were, they were coming to us. <laughs> Boom. So what are you yeah. doing? Oh yeah. It what are bad... you doing? Oh, yeah. You accidentally pulled her no. you shot early.
2: No, I didn't know. I I thought he I thought he's he said go ahead and shoot, you okay. know. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Like they're going to be 10 yards from us in 5 <laughs> Did, minutes. I didn't know this, you know. I'm thinking. So it was a very very quiet ride home. Okay.
0: <laughs> I knew I'd made a bad mistake.
2: Oh man. He was very upset what with mistake me. mistake
0: like you you regret taking her with you? No. Oh. I regret being an asshole all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad.
2: He was pretty. Uh, I'm like, what are you doing there? We're going to be dying. You know? <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm like, I-, I thought you said shoot. I thought, I mean, I was, I tried. So, anyway, I yep. missed, of yep. course. Yep. You know, stupid me. So, the next, oh, so, you know, I'm thinking, I ain't doing this again. This sucks. Yeah. Sorry for my, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but anyway, so he, he says, let's go out again. I humbly Kay. apologize. He did. He, and, and it was, you know, it was great. It so was heartfelt. It yeah. was, it was, it was. And uh, <laughs> anyway, so it was the next. Next night or the n- night after, night. I don't remember. But anyway, we went back and he set up this ground blind. Sam is a ground blind guy. He okay. loves ground blinds. Okay.
1: I'm scared of heights.
2: And uh, <laughs> and and it was a wonderful ground blind. We had this big old tree in front of us. I mean, I perched my muzzleloader up. It was awesome. Um, so here come these does, and I'm and he's like, there you go. You know, and they were probably 25 yards. Okay. So, boom, I shoot. It comes running at us, <laughs> into our blind, over top of me. He says, he, he, "Here's what he says." That I, every, night man he says every, every, every man I, for himself. Every man for Rolling the other way, you know. I'm so like, so abort, abort. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I go down. Of course, you know, it dies behind me. You know, but it jumps over top of me, and I'm thinking,
1: uh, "Deer, her first deer literally <laughs> leaped over top, over, over top of me." Over yeah. top of
2: me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is the hunting. I'm thinking, "Ooh, this
0: isn't so easy." No. <laughs> wild <laughs> yeah. animals after yeah. they after you hit them run straight towards you yeah so almost it, like to attack it, you
2: yeah I, I i don't that don't happen you know <laughs> so okay so and anyway well then that then we did
0: the next night the next now night
1: now she, she could shoot her buck okay. yeah and sam so. dinked around and found some green beans i'm talking green green fresh fresh green yeah. beans and it was just this little this point. Was, this
0: was early season. This was early muzzleloader. Early okay. This, yeah. muzzleloader, this yeah. little
1: yes. point. I just was dinking around. And I'm I, I'm glassing. And I could see green. I thought, son of a buck, them are green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went over there and there was just poop everywhere. Tore I mean, up. it was it was phenomenal. So you can go ahead and tell this.
2: Uh, so anyway, he sets me up. You know, I'm on I'm on a pod with the with the muzzleloader, and I'm sitting there. This
1: giant
2: comes out it's probably what 40 yards maybe 40 maybe maybe if that at the the maximum so and it it's standing there and and it's looking at me and i
1: i set up 10 yards from her which was my first behind behind her behind Mm -hmm. her to her left and this this deer was to her right Mm -hmm. which was my first mistake i set up too far from her
2: so anyway of course you know it's facing me and it's looking and it's not you know it's were you guys
1: in the beans no, we're just we, just just out of just barely out of being sitting up against a couple of big oak trees. OK. Yeah. Right.
2: So um, it's looking at me mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, OK, you know, it's going to turn. Well, it sees me and runs off.
1: He, well, he, let's let's back up a little bit. I'm like, shoot him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And nothing. I'm like, shoot him. Nothing. Yeah. Shoot him. Nothing. Now he's doing that hip bobbing yep. there.
0: Shoot him. <laughs> I'm like, well, why didn't you shoot him? <laughs> the first time it didn't take you nothing to fire the shot. <laughs> yeah, why, why didn't you
2: shoot him? So I'm I'm gun shy
1: that night, obviously. Yeah, well, but anyway, go ahead. She says, Well, he didn't turn sideways. I said, You got a muzzle loader. <laughs> you don't have to turn sideways. You put it in the on-off button and
0: pull the trigger. Well, I thought he had shame in the lungs.
1: Not with a muzzle loader. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Again, learning experience. Exactly. So. Just so
0: happened to be on absolute giant. Oh, it was it a was, mega giant. It yeah. was a mega giant. Yeah.
2: But then I redeemed myself because it was a hundred. There was a one that was like a hundred yards out. It wasn't as big, of course. You mm-hmm. know, I shot and I, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so no, I, t- it was hundred
1: thirty five Yeah,
0: it was okay, first, a, so. first, first one was hundred eighty five inches. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but, it, it was one of them. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. So did you come from?
2: Happy price. Got your happy price. Price line No, my dad my dad was not a fisherman at all. Um no. Workers. I came from nothing Worker. like that. Yeah, they yeah. they were workers. I mean, my dad owned a, a service station and worked sun up, sundown and
0: so. and so when you met Sam you were just thrown straight into the fire. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, it was it was all or nothing. Yeah. So, but uh,
1: we we had knew one another for years. Yeah. Uh, years and years. I mean, it's it's a story for another day. But uh, we actually worked together. Okay. So we knew she knew about my passion for the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And then one day, it was July fourth, I think two thousand seven. I walked by her office. We, we were both divorced at the time. I said, see. I could flirt with you for real now. She <laughs> smiled back at me. <laughs> So we went you out. slide sly dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went out that July. We we took the kids, our kids, to the fireworks that night. And uh, it wasn't, it was that fall was actually mm-hmm. your first fall. You yep. So that's when I said, hey, if, you know, if you want to be with me, you want to be around me, you're, you're just going to have to go hunting. Okay. Because this is what I do for three or four months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, I want you with me. Yeah. You got to like it, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so then, I love it. Then we got, yeah. we made this animal yeah. She's an animal.
2: I now I don't even want him around to be quite honest with you because, yeah. you know, he, he still wants to tell me how, and I'm a slow and steady. I'm not a pull up and go. Yeah. I want to see the animal. I want to look at the animal. I'm not, you yeah. know, what I mean I can pull up and and shoot, but I don't like to do that. Yeah. I like to see them. I like to see where they're at. So, I like to be up in in a stand. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite yeah. spot. Yeah. Um, I'll do blinds. I like blinds if they're elevated. Yeah. I'm not a big ground, you know, because I can't
0: see them. It limits your view. It does. Yep. So,
2: yep. but I'll do them, you know, but I'm not a big, I'd rather be up.
0: Yeah. So. So you, you shoot a doe and you shoot a buck your mm-hmm. first year of, of hunting. Mm-hmm. Like you're a slayer now. So how long did it take for you to go from, I don't know nothing about hunting to, Hey dude, I love this. I want to hunt as much as I can. Oh, I was can. in a tree.
2: That, that. That next year, next, since then, since every year since then, I was out in the tree right right away.
0: So it was like a light switch.
2: It was, yeah. it was, it was just like, oh my gosh, this is awesome.
1: First yeah. grip and grin was nice.
2: Yeah. 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 So.
0: So then whitetails is, is your, it's your, it was your foot in the door to whitetail. Mm-hmm. you know, with whitetails. Um, talk to me about the next, I mean, the next couple seasons, because. There's a lot of people that, you know, they dedicate their, almost their entire life to hunting. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm one of those people where, uh, when I, when I first started hunting, you know, I had other things like, uh, you know, I had football and I had like social and now uh, other than my family, I don't even have, like, I have friends. I have like two friends, I'll say, but like people to help drag out deer. Exactly. If I need to. (laughs) Yeah. But, but like. I dedicate time like if I if I'm thinking about something, I'm thinking about trail cameras or hunting mm-hmm. or which pinch point and things like that. So i I'm in the deep end and there's no coming back for me, right? Yeah. And so did the, did you go to that level immediately or did it take you a while to start learning about deer behavior um, and things like that?
2: Learning being out in in the field, I was like, "Oh, I see their pattern. They're mm-hmm. coming from here. They're coming from there. I know what the winds, you mm-hmm. know." I mean, and then it took me a couple of years. Yeah. to really get into it. And he would, t- he would say, okay, what's the wind, what's, you know, and, and watch the anatomy. and So I would say a couple of years, and then I was, I kind of knew.
1: Now she has so. spreadsheets built. Yeah. So if we <laughs> have 72 <laughs> degrees and a southeast wind, you know, we're running like 30 cameras, mm-hmm. she knows where those deer are going to, what time they're popping, they're out, popping what out. They're popping out, yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, that's she, right. Yeah. And she's looking at, at you know. Now yeah, we barometer, ha- trying to put it all together. We you know? had
2: a smoker come out the other night, and I said, "Okay, what, what's the what's the moon doing? Where's it at? Mm-hmm. What's the weather? What's the wind?" What you know? caused what,
0: him to daylight? Yeah. yeah.
2: What? Why is he out today? So all the right
0: questions. Yeah. All yeah, the right so. questions. Yep. Okay, so did you? Know, did you stick to muzzleloader for a while, or did you go to shotgun? Did you pick up a bow, crossbow? No,
2: um, crossbow, I really liked a crossbow. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of my favorites. Um, I liked muzzleloader, except for the fact that I struggle to load a muzzleloader. Okay. So, that's a big deal. So, he has to do that for me, which is why I put that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. in the back burner. Yep. Um, love my shotgun. He had, the first year I used your Thompson Center, oh my gosh. Yeah. That gun is sweet yeah so and then I got my own Mm -hmm. of course you know I was using all his all his stuff and Mm -hmm. then I got my own and and uh from there it's but crossbow I think is my favorite or my bow season is my
0: favorite I guess I should say archery season season, and because of your your vertebrae Yes. yeah so that's uh that's
2: a big controversial thing it's not controversial
0: I think it's controversial the controversy comes from this it's not so for me I I'll be honest with you I am I am anti-crossbow in, in archery season, Mm -hmm. but there's asterisks. If you cannot physically pull back a bow, then I'm all for you taking a crossbow out into the woods. If you're old or if you're a kid, Mm -hmm. take a crossbow, right? Everybody needs to experience the archery season.
2: Just get outdoors.
0: Exactly. You know, I mean,
2: it's, it's. The most amazing thing, and then you know, I mean, I got it in late in life, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I just like going out, sitting in the tree stand, and watching the deer. Yes, I, that's one of my favorite things. If, if a big one comes by, well, yeah, I'm gonna shoot it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna pass it. What so. I
1: like about this lady is she is a sniper. Oh, I believe it. I mean, and she closes the deal. Yeah, you know, very rarely. Now, every time she calls me, I think I shot it bad. I, I did, every I, time. <laughs> I do. And I every like time it. it's not shot bad and it's laying at the end of the blood trail. Right. You know, not saying it ain't gonna happen this year. But she second guesses herself after the every shot. Time. Every I do time it. every time. I do Boy, it. Well, I shot it bad. I think I shot it bad. I'm like, Well, what do you think you shot it bad for? You know, how <laughs> you far it was blood? it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how far was it? I mean Stevie Wonder could follow this, <laughs> thing, you know? My Jeez, like, honey. Give yourself a break here. Uh, that's funny. And
2: even when I do, I'll look and I'm like, ooh, I shot it a little too far back. And Sam's like, it, it's, it, dead. it's dead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, exactly. You know. Exactly. You don't make a bad shot once it's laying upside down. Exactly. I don't care yeah. where you hit it at. Yeah. If it's laying upside down, you found it. It was a good shot.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll tell you this. One of, the, one of the, what I would say, fastest deaths I've ever witnessed on a deer that I've shot is... Uh, a liver shot, you know, behind the diaphragm, behind mm-hmm. the, the lungs, hit it right through the liver on both, you know, both lobes, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it died in about 40 seconds. Really? I mean, it just went around at about 25 yards, hunched over, fell over dead. Oh, wow. Blood out that fast. So, wow. you know, it is what it is. Now, <laughs> last year I was here, and I don't know if I was dropping off my deer or picking up my my meat but you had a big one that you Mm -hmm. were chasing Mm -hmm. and it got away from you and here's when i knew you were a serious like you were serious about it is you were you were upset and you were very quiet that day you didn't want to talk to anybody yeah i want to hear that story
2: (laughs) well um it's a it's a hard story just because you know i mean when you have one that that you just know you want, mm-hmm. and uh, every year I try to increase my inches, inches. You All know, right. I mean, I'm I'm adamant about. I don't want to shoot one if I
1: smaller than if it's smaller
2: shot. than I. And, yeah. and, and, and that's just a goal for me.
1: Yeah, so which is unrealistic it, at it, this point.
2: It, <laughs> it is. It is. Sam, so not
1: unrealistic. <laughs> Linda, unrealistic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and I'm and I'm having these conversations behind closed doors. Honey. Yeah. You gotta let you gotta let your standards <laughs> yeah. down a little bit here. Yeah,
2: yeah. They're not around they're not around every tree. Exactly. You know, obviously. Exactly. So, but uh yeah, I you know honestly I don't I don't remember, you know, why I was like that, but when I miss when I when I miss one, mm-hmm. you know, or don't make a good shot, it just eats me up mm-hmm. because and, and I totally missed it. You know, I mean, it was, it was just like, what did I do? You know, I'm checking my equipment. I'm looking and I'm like, I come in here and I'm going, what is, why, why did I, you know? And he's like, sometimes it just happens. So.
0: Yeah. Was this, was this a deer that you'd been chasing for a couple of years? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, and it, it's, it's fairly close where we're, where we're located and I haven't seen it on camera yet this year, okay. so I don't think it made it. Okay. So or somebody else shot we think it, somebody else. Yeah, we, we think somebody we think else, somebody else sure. got it. But yeah.
1: uh, being the but, deer store, basically, you think we would see every one, but we don't. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot so. of great taxidermists in this area, yeah. so yeah. we don't get them all. Yeah. But. But, but yeah. I, I do just, have a neat story. Uh, she had worked herself up to a 149. Hmm. This was like <laughs> seven years ago. <laughs> yeah. So she said, "If it ain't 150, I don't want to shoot it." Well, so we had a really good one, I mean, a really good one. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, "Honey, if it's 150, it's just 150." Yeah. I mean, it's it's in my mind's eye, it's a shooter. Yeah. But in your mind's eye, it, it I don't think it's gonna be what you want it to be. So the very last evening of archery season before the first gun season, so the, the, the last day of our First archery season, I guess you'd call it. Uh, She texts me. I got him in front of me. He's at my decoy. This is great. So she videotapes him for what ten minutes. Yeah. He's dinking with her decoy for ten minutes. Now he's fifteen yards. So now she's sending me these videos, and I'm looking at this thing, doing the math in my in my eye in my mind. I'm like, "Whew, he better than one (laughs) fifty, you know." Now because I'm seeing all angles and yeah. I'm like, oh, man, I really screwed the pooch on this thing, you know.
0: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. See, so in your head, it was pass. Yeah. It was pass. She, she hard passed yeah. it. Yeah.
1: You know, and then when I finally I, I texted her, and I'm like, you might want to shoot this one. And she's like, ah, he already left. <laughs> so I, you know, and she came in, and she was on cloud nine. I mean, oh, it was I the best, best set of her life, so and cool. have him yeah. that close, and man, he's going to be a giant next year. Well the very next day my neighbor rolled in with him in the bed of the truck, you know. And I look at this deer and I think, oof. So of course I gotta be happy. Huh? I'm gonna right. make six hundred bucks, right? Right. So we roll this deer in and I get done to the neighbor and he leaves and she's up here and I said, Hey, you wanna come down and look at this one? She walked and she said, Oh, that's my deer, isn't it? I said, Yeah. She said, Are you sure that ain't one hundred fifty? It was one hundred sixty two. <laughs> Something like that. I missed it for like yes. eight or twelve inches. I missed it by a lot of
0: inches. So this yeah. is like the moral of the story is: don't, <laughs> don't trust Sam. Don't, don't do not. <laughs> and I, I feel <laughs> judging deer. And,
1: and I told her that day. I said, yeah. if you like it, you shoot it.
2: Yeah. This we same thing happened last year. I had one. You were gone, and I don't like. Cause recovery Mm -hmm. is hard for me. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't like, I'm not a big person to ask people to help, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, everybody will come help you. But I'm like, I'm, you know, I want him there for some reason. It's just my comfort zone. I don't know Mm -hmm. why. It's just, I like him to be there to see, you know? And, and I want to see his face when I, you know, when he goes, I I love that part. You know, I'm like, okay, I did good. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's that recognition I get from him. But, um, Anyway, I passed it, and oh man, it was a nice one too. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, dude, uh, it's
1: 150 inch eight pointer. Yeah, I said that's 170 inch ten pointer. Huh? Yeah. yeah, and you don't pass 150. Well, you know, eight, nobody eight here. No, yeah. no, you don't yeah. pass yeah. 150. You know?
2: Yeah, we had we we've we've got a nice one. I'm hoping I get that. I'm hoping I'm I'm going to be sitting right where I need to be Nick this year. So,
0: I hope. I hope. And so you got a, you got another dandy oh, on camera. Oh, I got
2: a dandy on camera. All yeah. Right. And I'm,
0: it, is this a deer that you think it could potentially be like opening weekend type pattern? I'm keep my fingers crossed, yeah.
2: but I don't know. Um so far he's daylight. He's daylighting, yeah. but it's on a specific wind mm-hmm. and it's at a certain place and, you and know we yeah
1: we have we have to have a strong north we're gonna have
2: yeah and and that's gonna be tough that's
1: gonna be tough yeah, yeah. so for Early. this
2: for this place mm-hmm. so so she's
1: already on me you gotta get me in you gotta get yeah. in a different tree stand in there. yeah I, that's, yeah <laughs> you, you you gotta get this right you did run south wind yeah because <laughs> we're gonna south winds because she's yeah. tracked every wind yeah, in the, it's, it, it, it's for it's the last east, seven it, years it's an
2: east south wind east southeast wind and I'm going oh, we gotta set this up somewhere else so yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. Anyway,
0: that's awesome. Okay, so it's not just whitetails though, right? So right. you have expanded into a variety. Here's a question. Here's a, here's the direction I want to go to. You can, you've been to Africa. We have. Okay. We
2: can hook you up too if you well, want to go. Well,
0: I I, I I appreciate <laughs> that, but I I don't know if I'm necessarily ready for Africa in my life right uh, now. Dude, and re- I, dude, it's the
1: most <laughs> incredible thing. I know, and
0: and you. You and a couple other people have said that to me, and I look at, at, I've only killed whitetails in North America. I haven't killed a mule deer, an elk, a pronghorn, a moose, like all these other animals are on my bucket list. And we
1: did our bucket list way before we ever did Africa. Right. Um, Right. What I like about Africa is the affordability part of it. I do, too. I mean, you know, you can go over there and shoot five animals for around five grand. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we have some amazing ways through some credit card programs. You get free air flights and stuff like that. So, I mean, we've got ways we can work work through there. But I I wished I'd have started earlier. Mm -hmm. I'm not ever going to miss. As long as as I can get myself around, I'm going to be in Africa. Yeah. You know, most old people, they take winters and go to – texas or florida Mm -hmm. this old guy is going to spend summers in south africa yeah that's going to be our travel destination Mm -hmm. it's
2: it's beautiful it's just so nostalgic and the animals are just awesome i mean so you go you go out west Mm -hmm. and right now it's hard because you know they had a really hard winter out there this year and it's dry it's dry. And mm-hmm. so they lost a lot of uh, other herds out, other herds mm-hmm. out there. So um, it's going to be tough out west this year, I think. Yeah. Although I've seen a lot of dropping happening. I mean, there's a lot yeah. going down. Mm-hmm. So
1: I think, I think for Lynn and I's journey, um, you know, I'm, I'm a bear guy. I yeah. love bears. So that okay. was the easiest transformation from whitetail to bears. And that's yep. what we did first.
2: Yep. And that was fun. Oh, yeah. my gosh, fun so we they, chased we
1: chased them for a lot of years yes together.
2: we did and it was just it was amazing um they're the coolest they're cool they're cool yeah. animals too i mean yeah. they're i don't know, there isn't an animal i don't like yeah. i mean
0: and i've never i've never been on a bear hunt so here's here i'm going to tell you why i don't unless it would be like some kind of spot and stock type environment yeah. i don't find it and i've never been on a bear hunt so this is just a I'm passing judgment on this scenario with no information, right. right? And I'm saying, like, I don't want to sit over a garbage pile or a bait pile and shoot a bear. Yeah. Well, you tell know. me, I want you guys to tell me maybe why I'm wrong there. Well, yeah. the
1: first advantage is if you're hungry. Mm-hmm. You can crawl down and get.
2: <laughs> you can get some donuts. We done, some, we, we, we just, old donuts. We
1: got yeah. old donuts yeah. in there. So, yeah. I mean, you can so. literally, you'll never go hungry <laughs> shooting a bear. Yeah.
2: The wolves even like it, too. Don't you don't want go. to be out there with them. No, no. <laughs> uh,
1: Dan, I, I think I, there is some misconception, I believe, uh, as far as, especially in Ontario, we hunt. It's mm-hmm. so thick. The bush is so thick. Uh, I'm not telling you couldn't spot and stock one I mean yeah. but you it'd be terrible tough but, for you but it would be yeah. really really tough uh we we do some predator calling up there which is fun uh, a whole different level of excitement mm-hmm. um, I've never I've never been even the slightest anti-baiting mm-hmm. I mean as far as with with the bears um so I really I don't have a i guess a good comeback for that you
0: know yeah. what i'm saying i mean yeah um so from a, basically what you're saying is from a strategy point in certain places in canada or the uh, united states the terrain does not allow for no a spot it's so it's so thick it's, yeah. so,
1: it's thick. so thick yeah so like if you get in on a burn area or get in somewhere where they've logged recently mm-hmm. uh you can set up on some hillsides and see some bears pop out yeah I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely do it. But uh, to, I'm a bear guy, and I'm a bear bait guy. Yeah. So I love taking my five-gallon bucket of donuts out there and dumping them in. I love having a new guy there because I'll always reach down and grab a donut out of the barrel <laughs> and eat it because they think I'm crazy. <laughs> you know, I just love that atmosphere. What I like about bears, my, my most favorite thing is it's it's late May. And in and, and mid-August. So, both of those times, you know, late May, you're starting to get warm here. Mm-hmm. So, we leave and we go up and put a hoodie on. I'm a hoodie guy. Yep. I like to have my hoodie on. You leave here in August, it's 110 degrees. You go up there and you put a hoodie on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you literally you literally get to do this when, A, there's nothing else to hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, there's food plot stuff and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sure, you know, shed, I'm, you're finding sheds, mm-hmm. I'm sure, in May. But uh, I just like the bears. Yeah. So I just like them. I and I like hunting them over donuts. Yeah. There oh. you
0: go. There you go. Yeah. So back to Africa, though. Mm-hmm. Like. This episode is brought
2: to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launcher online shop
0: stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage.
2: No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash what your
0: What's your favorite thing about going and hunting Africa?
2: Well, um, when we first went I mean it was never like I like Sam said yeah. it wasn't on our bucket list you know yeah. we, we were like okay this is a one and done mm-hmm. and so you know I picked all the anim- and it was my turn to shoot because mm-hmm. he always lets me go first because we alternate years when we yeah. when we go out west or when we go up bear hunting so um, he let me shoot first so I was like okay this is a one and done yeah. you know I'm never going back here yeah. so I picked out all the animals I thought would be cool to have to come home Yeah. and and uh, I picked out a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: Like, uh, you're going to have to build an extension I, on your house yeah, type of yeah, lot? <laughs> pretty, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, almost,
2: yes. Almost to a T. We have uh, Aaron Barnes is coming to help us, I think, next yeah, year. Yeah. Anyway, uh, maybe. Um, but anyway, um, we just went over there, and we just fell in love with the place, with the people, with, yeah. you know, I mean, the, everything. We sat one one day, and we watched monkeys in a tree just and they, when they see you, they go up, they mm-hmm. climb up. It was just cool. You know, giraffes, they're just, they're just cool. You mm-hmm. know, so, um, I was asked what was my favorite animal to shoot over there. And all of them. Yeah. Every one of them. There wasn't one that I didn't love. Um, mm-hmm. I put, the one I have on my Facebook profile is my black buck. Mm-hmm. Um, my back, it's a spring buck. Yep. Um, and it was just because I thought it looked really neat yeah. and it was, really big for a spring buck yeah so um but the wildebeest are great the the i shot a um sable which is phenomenal um my lechway that was the coolest animal ever you know i mean i can't say they were all it's just a killer experience Huh?
1: killer kudu I, oh yeah, the,
2: it, it, like I said, I saw, I shot so many. I can't. I mean, I'm sitting here going, okay, I shot this, this, and this. It, it's terrible, you know, <laughs> to be like that. But, and then I'm like going, okay, now what am I going to shoot? And my now he gets next year, so the year after that, I'm like, but there's so many more animals to put yeah. on your list. Yeah. I mean, we saw so many different kinds of animals. Mm-hmm. Where again, like Sam said, it was the the cost of it is so much less expensive than going out west and shooting one mule deer. Yeah. I mean or one elk yeah. or you know I mean it's depending it's,
0: on where you go I I've, I've been looking at that cuz I have a lot of preference points for elk in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And I you know I was looking at okay do I want to try to do this DIY or do I want to go through an outfitter or a guide? And man you're looking at like $7,500 minimum, minimum. Yeah, minimum. minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For that kind, kind yeah. of yeah. hunt, and I'm just like, uh, my wife might leave me if I spend yeah. 7,500 on a.
2: But on you a could hunt. go to Africa and shoot yeah. a lot of animals for that. Yeah, <laughs> you and know. So yeah. we've,
1: we've been going out to the Oklahoma, the Panhandle. Yeah. Uh, Linda's been shooting mule deer out there, but that's a ten thousand dollar tag. Yeah. The time you buy the tag, get the outfitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a high dollar hunt, but she shot some just absolute slammers. out yeah. there.
2: Yeah. And and the people are wonderful. The yeah. outfitters are great. I yeah. mean, I highly, every, I have not been to an outfitter I have not liked. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? They're all wonderful. Yeah. So. They have to be. Yeah. Like if they want to yeah. continue
0: business, yeah. you know, you hear these stories about some real shady dudes, yeah. right? And if, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't keep a secret. Our industry is so yeah. small right exactly.
1: now with social media, with the podcast. I mean, yep. it gets out quick and
0: yep. I can get ruined in a hurry. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, You've been to Africa. Uh, have you been elk hunting before? That's I have not. You have not. No. Okay. So no. you've been to Africa. You got mule deer. You got a pronghorn. right? I do. Okay. Yeah. So what is on the bucket list yet to shoot for you?
2: Um, moose and elk. Oh, yeah. I want to shoot in a caribou. Oh, that's I my would, number one. Yeah, I would love, that's, yeah. Yeah. Those three, basically, for my North American, and then I'm pretty well set. Yeah. So.
0: And then, so, when you go back over to Africa, what's, what's on your list?
2: You know, I haven't thought that far ahead, because it's his turn. He wants oh, to yeah. shoot a kudu next year, so yeah. that's his big thing. Yeah. Um,
1: so, I did get to shoot one this, this time over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shot up. Beautiful yeah. Buffalo, Cape Buffalo, but yeah. it was a surprise. Uh, we got to customs on the African side, and Linda handed me this big wadded money. I said, "What? Do you, what do you need me to do?" She mm-hmm. says, "Well, we can only take ten thousand dollars a piece across the border." I said, "Well, how much freaking money did you bring?" <laughs> she said, "Well, I got twenty thousand dollars." I said, "Why?" I said, "We we had this half paid for, you know." She says, "Well." I worked it out with Stuart. And you're gonna shoot a cape buffalo, <laughs> <laughs> so I did for her year to hunt. I I got to shoot a nice. And that, well, that's very nice this, of her. Yes, this
2: yeah. was really a funny story because at the time, you know, I, of course, I didn't cape buffalo. I think I'm thinking buffalo. You know, right, big deal. I get over there and that ni- he was real quiet yeah. when I when I told him this, and then that night he says, "Do you know that they are called the black death black over death, here?" Yep. And I'm like, "I'm," I say, "What?" <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, he said, and and Stewart,
1: my knees are jacked.
2: Yeah. yeah, and Stuart said that that lions and leopards and they're they're all wusses compared to oh, yeah. the Cape buffalo. And I'm going, oh, what did I just do?
0: That <laughs> it, was this was a, a rifle hunt. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. yeah At least yeah, you had yeah. a little bit of buffalo. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 It was cool. And then we had two backup rifles with us, so it was fun. Yeah. I think. I don't know if it is number one or number two, but I think Cape buffalo, it, there might be a snake ahead of the Cape buffalo, but the Cape buffalo is responsible for more human deaths yes. in Africa than any other animal. I think
1: 200 a year. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think I seen that somewhere. Yeah. Bananas.
2: I, and after watching, cause we couldn't be with him. You know, mm-hmm. we had to be up away. We were probably what about three, four hundred yards away when you were where you were at. But we could see. Yeah. And uh you could see why why it could get really dangerous. As a matter I of fact, they one of those um was it the was the it cow. It was the cow. A cow got cow shady. got yeah. It got a little and they said, Oh, the it's shows getting it's, it's getting, getting ready to get ugly. Yeah. So no, they were getting ready to charge it. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, yeah. they, they laughed.
1: They said, All we got to do is outrun him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my knees are just jacked. You know?
0: They're probably talking in a different language. They were. Yeah, they, just like, they, were. Like, like, they were. Be faster than the white man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what'd you say? what you say? Uh, That's funny. You, well, know, you
1: know the neat part of Africa I want to touch bases with real quick? The minute that animal's laying on the ground, you get your gripping grins they get that loaded and it goes to a, a, a wonderful meat processing center yeah every in every ranch we hunted on had a meat processing center similar to ours out here that we do our wild game with and they have four or five guys at each one of them and they pick through the guts and got the edible i mean everything, everything <laughs> every little morsel gets ate yeah. off of every animal. And is shoot.
0: that given to the local people or do it you get take some yes. home? yes No, we no. okay. We
1: we no. we ate it in the evenings.
0: Okay. You mm-hmm. know. Which was delicious. It, yeah, I it was
1: it. really good. So, but it all goes to either um or orphanages, a, a lot of it. Um uh, uh goes to a local food pantry. Mm-hmm. Uh some of the choicer cuts do get sold. At, yeah, It is meat store mm-hmm. okay so i mean it's just i call it mailbox money for them you know yeah. added income but it all gets eight yeah i mean from zebras to everything yeah i mean it all gets yeah. eight That's and awesome.
2: those facilities are so clean I believe yeah. It. Once yeah it's they just like just like a beef process it center. is
1: and every camp has one and those camps are oh my gosh luxurious oh, oh i believe it i've cool. seen yeah. some of the pictures of some
0: of the swimming pools and oh yeah bedrooms yeah. and all it's that crazy. stuff so it's, it's crazy. nice yeah you know i think I don't know if I'm necessarily ready for it now, but over the, you know, when I was younger, I used to be like, I'll never do that. I will never do this or I'll never do. Yeah. And as I get older, that word slips away. It starts to slip away a little bit more. Yeah. And I, I'm like, you know what? I want to give it a try. Think, yeah. At some yeah. Point, so. And
2: your wife would love it too. Yeah. I mean, just to be there with you in the safari is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. You know. So, and it is a wonderful husband wife. experience. Food is delicious.
1: Yeah. I believe it. It's, it's we we've had wild game all over the world. Uh, the worst wild game I think we've ate. We were in New Zealand. Yes, New Zealand and was. They eat stuff that my yeah. fat butt wouldn't eat. I mean, it <laughs> yeah, was, I was. It was gross. So the the animal itself yes. didn't taste uh-huh. good. Yeah, no, it was. It, wasn't. it was a lot of mutton and, you know, like Linda shot a tar up on the mountain where we had the tar straps and, it just it wasn't good. Yeah, that I mean, was a cool hunt. In
0: that
2: was New Zealand, in New Zealand, the tar was was phenomenal. That
0: did you get a red stag while you're there too? We did, yeah.
2: Both of us did. Yeah. Got the red stag. Oh, he tried for the tar the first. You should tell this story. You tell it better than I do.
0: Well, I'm scared of heights.
1: I already mm-hmm. confirmed that with the tree mm-hmm. stand. And they took us uh, by helicopter on top of the mountain. Okay, so we get out and we're like 2,000 feet above tree line. So we're in that shell rock. And old Billy Goat here, she's hanging out on the edges and looking over. And I'm, like, grabbing her, like, you know. You're going to die. You fall. You fall. (laughs) You're going to fall a long freaking way here. It was a long way down. (laughs) I mean, it's a long way down. So we're we're sitting there. and We're glassing. It was a really beautiful scenery. We were in this big valley, and we could literally see the ocean. Yeah. And we're in snow, but it's, like, 30 80 Mm -hmm. degrees snow. Well, I'm watching this intense fog roll up this valley and i looked at my guide our guide and i said uh anybody ever get left in here he looks at me and you know he's like 21 years old right and he says well this is my first time on a mountain (laughs) i don't know oh boy Uh, so so i watched this fog come in dan and it got so thick i couldn't see you from me i mean that's how bad this fog was well we were supposed to hike back to where they were going to pick us up at like 5 p.m uh, so about four o'clock comes and I'm looking at my watch and I tell Lyndon, I tell our guide, I said, you know, we need to make that trek back to where they're going to pick us up at. And, and we knew where we were at. So, I mean, it was just following one ridgeline, but yeah. you know, you're, I was on pins and needles anyway, cause you're on that edge and it's 2000 foot straight down some mm-hmm. of it. So we mosey around and we finally, we get to the pickup spot. Five o'clock comes and goes, no helicopter. Five thirty, no helicopter six o'clock no helicopter still fog so thick that you can't see one another so we'd been in this snow all day at this you know high 30s now so we were all wet Mm -hmm. you know and i look around there's not a stick in sight Mm -hmm. you know we're above tree line so i look at my little guide and i said you have any provision to make fire and he looks at me he says no linda says i got a bic lighter in my pack I said, well, I'm going to make the executive decision. We're giving this 15 more minutes, and if this don't lift, we're not going to get out of here tonight. we got to make that 2,000-foot trek down this to, to get to, to tree level, yeah. and we got to build fire. We're, we're going to die. We're going to have hypothermia. We're going to die, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not shitting you. No more I get this out of my mouth, I watch a gleam of light hit the rock in front of me i look up dan and there was a hole almost square but it was about football size field square right above me now and this light's piercing through and i hear this and this copter helicopter drops straight down and he's yelling get in get in get in so linda gets in the front the guy jumps in and i jump in the back we we just no more get in. We don't have our belts on or anything. He's lifting up, right? We don't have our headsets on. I watch Linda get her door shut. I get my my uh, seat belt on. And just as I get mine locked in, he banks that helicopter, banks it hard. So it's now it's downhill to my guide. Yeah. The door comes open. My guide don't have his, his safety belt on. He goes falling out of this helicopter. We're up six, seven, eight hundred feet by this time. Me and him lock arms. And he, and so we're like two feet apart, locked arms, and his face and his eyes like, like Oh, I'm don't dead. don't drop me, don't <laughs> drop me So I grab him and he literally reaches around and get his deal in and reaches out and shuts his chopper door, gets our headsets on and then we're getting this amazing ass chewing from <laughs> the I'm listening to it because I had my headset on. He's like, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door. and I'm like, dude, we didn't even have our belts on yet. He said, you guys were minutes from getting left. He said, I've been hovering up there for now an hour and 15 minutes waiting for an opportunity to get in and get you guys out of there. He said, I don't know if we have enough fuel to get back. (laughs) So you want to talk about butt talkers, (laughs) right? Adventure (laughs) hunting at its (laughs) finest. Yes. Yes. So we get back, get on the ground. I look at Lynn, and I said, I lost nothing up there. I'm not going back. <laughs> she says, well, I want to kill one. I said, well, have <laughs> at her. So we typically, on these kind of trips, we'll put together several couples. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a husband-wife thing. So, And usually it's, it's just the husband hunting, and the mm-hmm. wife's there for the tourism part. Well, in our case, you know, we both hunt. So the next day I went with the ladies, and we went shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I went with, I went with the husband
2: and, and, They um, ended up
1: shooting. She shot a an nice, yeah. and that's. Hey, you were just a chaperone. Now, I, I just, I I, 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 went shopping. And I'm proud of it. I lost nothing up there. Crazy. I was not going yeah, back. Yeah, it
2: was, it was, it was quite an experience. Um, but, you know, I was like, well, they won't do that to us again. Well, right. here, the next day, we get in the, hel- in the helicopter. They let us down. You know, we trek around. We go up this mountain, um. Shep shot his and you know, on the ground and everything. And then there was one I made it was a six hundred yard shot and I'm like, and we're using their guns. Mm-hmm. Which so is
1: mistake number yeah, one Yeah, don't take, ever don't ever use your, take own, your own take gun. your yeah. own gun. Yeah.
2: Um but anyway, so of course, you know, I missed. Um but we got into the helicopter and the and the guy says, Hey, let's go up and see if maybe you did hit it, you yeah. know, let's they, go check it out.
1: Turn it into a they call it heli hunt at that hell point. Hella hunt. You're gonna hunt yeah. out a helicopter.
2: So that's where you have the two rungs of the helicopter. What are those? The little the feet or yeah, whatever skis. you call it, the skis. One is on the cliff; the other one's hanging off. You skis get hovering. out,
1: and you you get off those you cliffs off. with that with that thing hovering. Yeah. So I. I I'm yeah. I'm glad I didn't. Go. Yeah.
2: So the the outfitters like get out. We're gonna shoot this thing. It's right there. You know. Okay. Fine. So I get out. Of course, I didn't get it the first time. Mm-hmm get back in let's go let's do this again we're gonna go on that cliff okay so i go on that cliff i think i scared the thing to death <laughs> <laughs> no i did shoot it but it i shot it it fell into a ravine a cave ravine that was you know a couple 300 feet you know yeah. below that and they it took them everything they could, they could get to get it
1: out of there yeah, they got the helicopter they had in there the, with a rope with the rope Dangled a, guy, dangled a guy down yep. with the rope. Yep. He tied it up, and they lifted it up, come yep. up and set him down. Yep. Got
2: it's crazy. My, got my grip and grin, and, oh, man. And was an
0: experience.
2: I was on cloud nine. I get back. He had video. He, we had our video camera, and he had videotaped me. I bet I didn't stop talking for, I mean, I was talking yucky, 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 fast, <laughs> and I don't even know if I said anything. Yeah. So I was just,
0: it was awesome that's awesome man yeah it was fun that's what and that's what i love about hunting is you know it could be as easy or as difficult as really you want to make it Mm -hmm. and but it's the stories right oh Oh, man man. the stories and the the adventure the people that you're with in those moments it's it's amazing yeah
2: and and it's just like yesterday i mean i can vividly see all of this
0: yeah so yeah well sam and linda man i really appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to uh to hop on here i know you're busy and and so uh i'll make sure that uh, i i keep preaching the old barn word the gospel we appreciate you appreciate uh, that thank you guys very much for taking time to do this today
2: yeah thank Thank you. you
0: and there you have it huge shout out to sam and linda uh they are really busy people and so i really appreciate them taking time out of their day to listen to this podcast good luck with everything that you guys are doing over there they put out absolute quality taxidermy uh, especially if you're a whitetail guy in the midwest i mean i drive an hour and a half to get to them to go drop off my deer and pick them up they i would probably go three or four hours maybe even longer to, to drive to get that kind of quality. I have had some work done in the past by other taxidermists and the really big defining moment or, for me was the detail. The amount of detail that they put into every head versus what other people don't do. Uh, man, I, I, I'm going to continue to go back to Old Barn until... Until they do me wrong and, and I know Linda and Sam And they're not going to do that Right So um, If you're looking for a, a stone cold taxidermist Man you got to go check out Old Barn in Fort Madison, Iowa Huge shout out to Tethered Wasp Vortex Ozonics Code Blue The Woodman's Pal And Huntworth Please go out and support The companies that support This podcast And uh, Last but not least Man we got to talk about Those good vibes So good vibes in Good vibes out And we will talk to you next time oh where your safety harness too boom